Welcome to the Keep Growing at UF podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Brandon. We are trainers on the UF HR training and organizational development team. Training and organizational development has identified key skills that faculty and staff can develop as individuals and as leaders. The Keep Growing podcast will present some of our team's trainings in an audio format so that you can listen and learn at your convenience. Things are stressful right now for all of us. On this episode, we are presenting a webinar titled Stop Stressing Me Out, which will teach us what each behavioral style considers stressful, the signals we give each other under stress, and flexibility tips to help each other lower our stress levels for improved collaboration and productivity during these trying times and beyond. This webinar was originally presented by Rhonda Mitchell on May 27, 2020. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. A few folks are still kind of coming in and that's fine, but it's 1030. So we want to go ahead and get our session started. Uh, for those who don't know me, my name is Rhonda Mitchell. I'm the tra uh, Grants Training Manager here with Training and Organizational Development, and I'll be your facilitator for today's session. So yes, stressful times, aren't they? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, from, I mean, we can just go through the list, right, of stuff that, that's stressing people out. Uh, just the whole bug itself is a problem, you know, and then of course your 401ks were taking a dive and businesses are closing down and you're worried about your family and, and, you know, loved ones and just having to wear a mask drives me crazy. That is unnatural. <laughs> you would have to wear a mask, uh, you know, and just not be able to get what you need when you need it. I mean, who would have thunk this, right? Nobody could have thought um, this kind of situation up. And because of it, because it's so different and it's so crazy and it's so out of the norm, a lot of people are really struggling handling it. it their stress levels are really high. And, and not to say stress is a bad thing because there actually is positive stress. But what we're, what we're talking about in this session today is when those stress levels get unhealthy, when they get dangerous and how to manage that, how to be observant of that, know what you uh, see the signs of, of being stressed out and then how to manage that a little bit. So, um, so one thing we wanna talk about is that everybody is feeling it. Nobody is immune um, from what's going on right now. Now, some folks might handle it better. You know, some of us, you know, they let it roll off their back, no big deal, but it's not that they're not uh, feeling it, it's still there. Typically they can internalize it really well or whatever, but these are not typical times. Right? So don't let anyone think that somehow they're immune or they've found, they found a way to, to get around all this stuff. Um, no one's gotten around all this stuff. And, and now even now, you know, uh, change is constantly happening. So now we're starting to move back to, to campus, right? People are starting to come back to work. So that's another um, stressful event because, we, you know, we had things kind of down pat for a little while, but all right, we're all at home. We're, this is how we're going to work. And now all of a sudden we're all back. We're starting to come all back. Now that, now do we handle that type of thing? So what I want us to focus on are basically three things today. I want you to be aware of your own stress levels, right? Be able to monitor those and try to self-manage that. And we'll give you some ideas. And then keep an eye on, you know, your family, your coworkers, uh, your customers, um, and, and know what to look for for signs of unhealthy stress in them. And then we'll talk about what that looks like. And then we'll talk about things that you can actually do um, to help them with that if you notice something like that. So like I said, there's actually things you can do 
physical things you can do because you know people are all you know very uh, supportive and that's fantastic and thing you know they, they give you good advice you know it's like relax you know we're all in this together if i hear that one more time um uh, it gets kind of frustrating you know remember to wash your hands you know that's great but that only goes so far that's just kind words you know of, of advice but there's actually some tangible things we can do we're going to talk about some of those uh, right now, getting started here. So here are the three things I want us to kind of cover um, today. First is um, this content is kind of swinging off of the relationship strategies course that we've offered for many, many years. Um, how many here, if you just want to raise your hand uh, or say something in the chat, how many have already taken relationship strategies at least one time in your career here? I've got one hand. <laughs> so if, uh, okay, a few, few of you are coming in now, I see. Um, if you haven't had a chance to take it, all right, I encourage you to. Uh, I, I think it's just a very well-designed course, very impactful content that you can use immediately um, and actually changes the kind of how you, how you view yourself and others, uh, especially in, in stressful situations such as this. So next time you see that on the schedule, the full three-hour session, jump on that. But what this is gonna be, it's kind of a spinoff of that. And if, uh, if you haven't taken the three hour, you're going to get a kind of crash course uh, in the concepts of relationship strategies. And then for those who have already taken it, you are kind of already familiar with the vernacular I'm going to be using, you know, the birds and, and all of that. So this will be like it's another um, kind of a more focused um, concentration on the stress issue regarding the behaviors. So Every behavioral style is the term that we use. And, and you know, for slang, we'll say birds. Every bird um, considers different things stressful. So what might be stressful for a peacock may not affect an owl as much or vice versa. If something was stressful for an eagle may not bother a dove. So kind of being aware of things that each particular style might find stressful that's good knowledge to know because then we can take strides to maybe not do those things right to keep their stress level as, as low as possible so the next thing next objective we're going to do is then what are the signals that we give each other when we are stressed we all talk to each other whether we use our mouths or not we're giving out signals all the time about uh, how we're feeling what we're thinking that kind of thing so being able to pick up um, on some of those signals um, is good knowledge to have, right? Because you basically, you can read somebody, you can feel that something's amiss here or something's getting a little maybe unhealthy and then what can we do about that? And then what we can do about it basically is learning to flex a little bit. Um, so what is it, you know, knowing which birds, you know, find what things stressful, being able to be able to pick up on those signals, those cues, and then actually flexing behavioral flexibility so that we can lower those stress levels. Um, for them and for yourself. So this is, this is for you too, All right? You might learn some things about you in particular. So those are the three things we want to talk about today. And I like this particular quote. Um, at the end of the session, I'll give you Vivian Green's uh, website. Um, she's uh, kind of like a motivational speaker and, and so forth. And I, I like this quote a lot, especially now because it, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. Like sometimes we find ourselves waiting for this thing to be over. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. 
And I just think that's fantastic because right now, um, a lot of us uh, have a tendency or, or kind of feel like we want to just wait, wait, you know, put everything on hold um, until things go back to normal, right? Normal. We don't know what normal is going to be. I mean, I wish I could say something different, like everything's going to go back just the way it used to be. I, I can't promise you that. Nobody can right now. So there's too much of your life going on for you to just stop and just wait, you know, and not, not do this or not do that because it's just different out there now. So I, I want to encourage you through the session and, and to any other sessions you might attend uh, to keep moving, right? And just kind of blow off the whole waiting around idea uh, because there's still a lot of stuff that you can be doing. So you can keep working, right? You can keep moving, you can keep learning. Um, we have a whole website now called the Keep Growing website. If you guys aren't familiar with that, uh, I'll make sure you know about it. Um, keep it in touch with others, making a point of connecting. Uh, don't just stop and kind of huddle and hunker down and, and try to wait all of this out. You'll lose too much. You'll just lose too much. And, and we don't want that to happen. So yeah, things are different. I get you, I feel you. Um, but that doesn't mean life stops, right? So you, you can have a girl's night out, just have it on FaceTime, right? Instead of at the restaurant. I've done that several times with my cousins. We've had a blast. Uh, uh, or, you know, if it, well, go to, go to drive-in church or, or virtual church instead of having to go to an actual a house of worship somewhere. That's still doable, that's available out there. Um, we don't have to have that stop in our lives if that's what you're, you know, you do. Um, working from home, using Zoom like we're doing now, using Microsoft Teams, which is another platform that's getting pretty popular here on campus. Every, everything is different, gotcha. But everything is doable. And so I would like to encourage you guys, everything's doable, everything's danceable, right? To use this quote. So don't stop, find ways, keep moving, and we'll get, we'll get through it. There'll be some type of normal that does return. I mean, I don't think this is gonna be it. Uh, there is gonna be something um, resembling what we had before, but again, life doesn't stop just because things are really different right now, okay? All right, so I wanna kind of give you your crash course here on uh, the concepts of relationship strategies and behavioral styles. Basically, everyone here falls into one of these quadrants um, of particular behavioral style. And Tony Alessandra was the, um, the author of the content that we're, that we're using. And he gave, he gave the, the styles bird names that kind of re represent kind of like a concept that we have of certain aggregate of particular styles. And so what you'll see on this chart is that it's, it's broken into a supporting and controlling axis and then there's the indirect and direct axis. So if, if you are on the supporting direct side of the scale, we're gonna call you a peacock, right? If you're on the supporting but indirect side of the scale, we're gonna call you a dove. If you're on the con um, controlling but indirect side of the scale, you're a, a owl. And then if you're on the direct and controlling side of the scale, you are an eagle. And we also included some other words here because sometimes the birds don't resonate, people don't like that. So the, these are other terms that people have used for these same aggregate of behaviors that kind of go into a um, particular style. 
um, and understand there's gradients within each of these particular behavioral styles or birds. So um, for an example, a, a negative nine, nine eagle, right? That's hard to miss because those behaviors are oh so apparent. But uh, a negative one, one eagle, those behaviors might be slightly less in your face. They might be a little bit more subtle, yet both of these people would be eagles, right? So it's not all or nothing. We're, we're kind of a mix of all of these particular birds. We're on different gradients and levels of behaviors and so forth. Me, just in my experiences, I've taken this assessment several times, is I usually fall about five, two, five, three. I'm usually right about in here, which means I'm definitely peacock. I definitely fall into that quadrant, but I do also have quite a bit of dove tendencies. And I also have a pull down from the eagle here and, and from the owl, or else I'd be up higher up here. So being only at a five, that means I'm getting some influence from down here. So again, we're kind of a mixture of all the birds and we're all a different gradient, gradients. What we're gonna do um, at the end of the class session is I'm gonna, uh, there's a link to an actual um, relationship strategies, behavioral style assessment. And I encourage you um, to take it if, if you haven't done the class before, or even if you have done the class before, take it again and see if something's changed. And you're welcome to give that to your colleagues, your coworkers, your boss, your family, uh, whoever, um, and see kind of where they fall on this, on this chart as well. All right, um, so let's get into a little bit more detail on each of the birds so you can know what we're talking about when we say aggregate of behavior. So for doves, now the doves and the peacocks, they're on the supporting, that top part of that scale, right? They are people people. We all know people people. These are people that can talk to people very easily. They're the ones that always start chatting you up in the, in the grocery store line, you know, type of thing. Um, they like people, they, li they like working with people, they're just people people. So a, a question that you might uh, hear come from a dove or a peacock, um, if change is happening or there's a lot of stress going on or just in general, they might say, well, you know, we're gonna go do this. Well, who's involved in that, right? It's the people first or who's gonna be affected by this, All right? They think, they think the people first, they think whatever the job is second. It's just kind of how they tick. So for doves, for example, some behaviors you might see out of a dove, whether it's strong dove or maybe a not so strong dove, is they tend to be fairly easygoing, kind of laid back. Uh, they make great listeners overall, usually. So you can kind of cry on the shoulder of a dove and they actually care about your situation because <laughs> they're people people, right? They're just nice people, typically doves. Uh, they're helpful, you know, you can rely on them most of the time. Um, but also doves do not like conflict um, and they don't like unknown situations and unstable and unsecure situations. So you can imagine right now with all this stuff going on that no one knows what's gonna to happen tomorrow, um, how that could really affect uh, a dove and kind of stress them out. Um, uh, again, doves are people people. They like working with individual people more than kind of huge groups of people. Um, but they, they want to be liked. They want to know that they are liked. Um, and, and because of that, and just because of their, their tendencies, their doves, they, sometimes they can be a little um, overconforming, right? Or, or they can be a, appear to be a yes man type thing. So just be aware of that. You know, we all have our pros and cons. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. Um, but that's kind of some behaviors you might see out of a dove, right? So now for peacocks, 
again, we're on the supporting side of the scale of peacock, right? Uh, but while doves are indirect, peacocks are more direct. And so they tend to be faster paced. They tend to talk faster. They think faster. They take actions faster. Uh, they don't really study stuff. They don't really do their research. You know, they tend to go with their gut. <laughs> uh, they can be quite spontaneous. They just kind of decide all, you know, all of a sudden, hey, we're going to go do this or I'm going to go buy that. And um, they love working with people. They love working with groups of people. So you'll see peacocks wanting to join all the committees, you know, and be on this task force and be on that. And um, they just love doing that. They love having a lot of, um, the more people they can be around, the, the happier they are. They, they usually have a lot of balls in the air. Um, they also tend to be uh, uh, huggy people, you know, touchers, huggers uh, type of thing. And, uh, and doves can too. But you can, you can see how um, that tendency for a peacock to want to shake hands, right, or hug um, can be stressing them out right now because no one's allowed to touch anybody, all right? We got to stay six feet apart. Um, so that environment, you can see how it could um, add to the stress level for a peacock. Again, they tend to be big picture thinkers. They're not a lot into the details. Um, they don't, that's not their uh, wheelhouse per se. Um, and, you know, they can get distracted. Um, they can waste time sometimes. They can have, they can be too involved and and can let some you know deadlines slide by or things get a little sloppy um that can happen all right so let's talk about the other two birds my other screen's not moving as fast as this one so um owls and eagles are on the controlling end of the spectrum of that chart and they are task people, they're job people. So if something's going on and, and you know, the situation's happening or whatever, the first thing they're gonna ask is what's got, what's got to get done? What do we got to do? Uh, what's the job at hand, right? So the first thing that goes through their head is, is the action, like what has to happen? What we, what's our goal here? Um, while the supportive folks, the first thing they thought of was who's involved. You know, it's a, it's a different mindset. Not, neither one is wrong and not, they're fine. It's just the way you, you approach things. Um, so owls then, and they're on the indirect side, right, of the scale. Um, they're great problem solvers. They, they like to cross their T's and dot their I's, right? Um, accuracy is a big deal uh, with an owl. They tend to be very detail oriented, right? They want it to be right. Um, they do not want to submit something that is in error, right? They want it all to be right. Um, again, security is an issue, like risky or unknown situations can really bother an owl. They work great by themselves. They're independent contributors, excellent ones, um, over having to work in a, in a group of people all the time. They can come across sometimes a little perfectionistic and that just comes from, you know, their desire for things to be right. Um, they, don't like, they don't like chaos. They don't like disorganization and they can sometimes come across as a little nitpicky again, you know, or, you know, it's my way because I'm, I, I, it's right because I said, you know, because it, it came from me, it's right and yours is not quite so right. Um, again, pros and cons, we all have them. And then for eagles, um, eagles are just natural born leaders. Uh, and, and administrators. They tend to be very productive because remember, they are controlling, they're task oriented, but they're on the direct side of the scale. So again, fast, fast actions, getting things done, 
you know, um, risk taking, no problem there. Um, uh, they can be uh, impatient sometimes um, because they're striving, right, to, to scratch that next thing off and move on to whatever the next is. Sometimes they can get a little irritated with all those feelings that um, e uh, peacocks and, and doves tend to have. Uh, uh, but also prefers, for the best work environment, they prefer maximum freedom. They do not like to be uh, micromanaged by any stre uh, stretch of the imagination. They're, they're qualified, they're capable, and they can get it done, right? And um, but sometimes uh, when they're stressed, you know, or things are, are stressful, they can dictate. And that's just, again, everybody has their pros and cons. So hopefully that's a real quick, I mean, that's a super quick review of the, the birds. So I'm hoping that um, you see maybe yourself in one of those quadrants. Um, and maybe you're starting to see already some of your coworkers uh, in there. Because uh, we all work with all these birds all the time, whether you live with them or you work with them or you, you know, uh, you worship with them or you, you have hobbies with them. Um, the world's made up of all four. And knowing how to kind of pick out people and kind of what, where their behavioral preferences lie is power, right? So that means that knowing that you can then adjust things so that communication is easier, right? You can get things done faster because you're talking each other's language instead of being at cross purposes, if you understand each other. Because one thing's great, you know, if you look at that scale again, um, you know, you can imagine like a peacock who is supporting and direct working with an owl who is controlling and indirect. I'm sure you can imagine there could be a little bit of tension right in there. The peacocks want it done now and it's, you know, it's good enough for government work while the owl was like, wait a minute, I have to have time to make sure this is accurate before we do that. You know? So you can see how there could be some tension. Same thing with eagle and dove because they're, they're, they're the opposites on the complete side of things. So, but what I've learned over time and what I encourage people to look for, instead of looking at how different you are, maybe from your colleagues or your family members, look for the natural strengths they have that you don't, right? So as a peacock, naturally, I'm not into, I'm not into detail so much, you know? Um, but my owl friend is. So learning how to leverage the talents and the natural abilities um, and, and propensities that each bird has to work together on something is when you become, can become the dynamic duos, right? Where your team can be really productive because you're leveraging everybody effectively. And in fact, uh, the studies show us that uh, the most productive teams out there, the ones that can make it happen, get it done, are a nice balance of all four of the of the birds. Um, it always happens that way. I've, I've gone and done department meetings with folks that were missing an entire quadrant. And what happens then is you just have to take up the slack, right? So you're not, may, may not be a natural owl, but you don't have any owls in your department. And so you're just going to have to move uh, in there. And that's why behaviors are something that's flexible behaviors are malleable, right? I mean, the human can live on almost nearly every part of this planet because we're very adaptable to our environments. You've heard the term, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Well, we can do that because we can 
alter our own behavior. We are in control of our own behavior. We can make decisions um, that move us in a, in, a, in a good direction, no matter what our natural kind of like if we had our druthers uh, decision would be, depending on your environment, right? So at work, you might behave one way or appear to be a particular but one way, but when you get home, <laughs> things change because your environment has changed. That just shows you the flexibility of the, of the human. Um, like I said, I'm natural peacock, I know that, but when I get home, I become an eagle real quick because I have children and a husband that needs direction, right? So we kind of flex depending on what the needs are, right? So as a peacock, somebody who's not naturally maybe detail oriented or, or really, really, you know, time lacks, if I have to be on time, I can be. We started on time. I did really good. We started right at 1030. <laughs> so again, it's just because where you might fall naturally doesn't mean that you cannot behave in any way that you choose to, right? For the benefit of you or the benefit of others. So that again, behavioral flexibility piece, we'll talk more about that. So I'm gonna stop just for a second and see if there are any questions. Um, again, feel free to chat with each other. Um, if you do have a question that you would like to unmute yourself for, just raise your hand and I'll see you. And if not, we'll keep right on going. All righty. So, all right. So we're moving kind of into, now you kind of know the behaviors of each of the birds, you know, a very high level of each of the birds. Now we're going to get into um, what actually stresses out each particular bird. All right. Lots of things are, are, you know, goes across the board, like technology, for example. We, we were, have been thrown into an environment where you had to learn to use Zoom, like it or not, right? You have to learn to do stuff online. Um, and that's stressful no matter what kind of birds you are. So there's certain things that are happening that stresses everybody, but there's also other things, specific things that you want to be aware of. You just want to be aware of it, whether it's for yourself or for those that you work with uh, or live with or whatever it might be. So a dove, remember, supporting and indirect. So any sudden change um, will fluster a, a dove because they get quite used to, you know, a certain way about doing things, right? We, we have a pattern, we're all rowing together, we got it down pat. And so when sudden change happens, that's unexpected or multiple sudden changes, which it seems like the whole world's been under for a while now, that bothers a dove. So I can tell you, your doves are stressed about just what's happening. Um, everything's unstable. It's insecure. Um, the doves want to know that they uh, are secure, right? That, that horrible things are not going to happen. It's all going to be okay. They want to feel that type of um, security. Um, they also, it just, it just kills them to think that they've disappointed other people. Remember, they're people people, right? The, the relationship with a dove and others is very important. It's the number one thing, honestly. So if they feel they've disappointed someone or let somebody down or let their team down or whatever it could be, that's going to cause them stress. Uh, if, you're, if your environment's crazy, you know, toxic work environments, people are on everybody's back, everyone's just a mess, uh, you've got to stress stuff, right? Um, when they can't get the information that they need, like they're trying to do something, they're trying to, to do their job or, or fulfill a request or whatever it might be, but they can't get uh, the answers they need, that's going to stress them out. And if anybody ever questions their loyalty or dedication, that just kills them. That's just like a, a thing in the heart. 
spear in the heart for a dove because they're such they're such people people they're such helpful people and they want and they want to please others i mean that's really a, a desire of their heart for anyone to think that they are trying not to do that would really bother the stress now that's now we're talking right now about i would say medium to high doves on the scale like where you fell if you're like a five five or or higher up on that thing this is this is something but you might be a moderate dove or you might be a, a low dove or a light dove so there's some unknown stressors that you may not think about off the top of your head as soon as you think of dove right but these these can come up so if you if you keep demanding highly repetitive tasks that have to follow a certain checklist all the time like if you're asking for perfection and it's it, it's routine and it's over and over and over and over again that's going to stress a dove out because they're people people right they're subjective people. So they need that flexibility. They need the ability to um, talk about things, maybe do things a little differently, have some kind of autonomy, um, requiring multiple layers of a process and approval for everything is kind of in the same vein. You know, they want to be trusted. So why do I have to go through three approval processes and I have to fill this thing out six different times, you know, when I, I know that all we need is a webcam? What's the problem? that'll stress them out and then making them wait for a long time again they can't get the data that they need or they're just you're being pushed off right like you have a concern as a dove and and you're not you're not getting the time you need you're not getting you're not getting attention that you need will stress them out as well so little extra ones there all right usually in the, in the classroom i'll say hey all my doves if you think you're a dove am i telling you the truth and usually they just stare at me <laughs> because they're not gonna go, amen, sister, you got it right on. They're not gonna do that, right? That's, <laughs> that's not what a dove does. Um, so usually I could get them to kind of maybe nod a little bit or something and that's all, that's all the affirmation that I need. Uh, of course, you feel free to chat me up here if, if I'm, I'm telling you a lie. All right, so let's talk about uh, peacocks, all right? Peacocks again, supportive, direct. Uh, side of the house. Things that will stress a, a, a middle to high peacock out definitely will dampening their optimism and their enthusiasm. Peacocks are just naturally Tony rah-rahs, right? They're just go team go, the glass is half full, there's a will, there's a way, you know, uh, that's just peacocks. If someone's trying to tamp that down, um, that'll bother them quite a bit. Uh, again, not allowing them to speak, not allowing them to share their opinions, interject when they think they should, um, again, that'll stress them out. Uh, a big one for uh, Peacock too is not getting deserved affirmations. We all appreciate, no matter what bird you are, we all appreciate being appreciated, right? That feels good, you like that. But with a peacock, it's deeper than that. A peacock needs appreciation. They need affirmation to function at their best, right? And if, if they're in a situation where, you know, they don't get the kudos from the boss um, or if things are always wrong, right, and, and never, never right, that can stress out a peacock. Uh, take them away from working with others, right? They're people people. They love working with people. So, you know, again, like right now, I'm a peacock. I'm having to work from home. I'm working solo, you know, basically most of the time. Um, it's, it's stressful. It is stressful because they get their energies from working with others. Of course, not allow them to touch. That's that's a big thing too. Again, other lesser known stressors. Again, these are like, this is the quintessential peacock stress out list. Uh, but there's others. You still might have a peacock um, that 
these other things might bother them as well. So if you ask a peacock because they're just Tony Rara uh, to cheer up the whole team, <laughs> like, can you make everybody feel better? Can you just like, you know, make it okay for everybody? Um, that's, that's a lot of, that's, that's a lot to put on one person. So again, if you're, a, if you're a low peacock, that might definitely stress you out. Um, if you have to plan a big project or an initiative, um, that actually requires more interaction than expected. Again, if these are the little peacocks now, um, yeah, you, you like people, but, but if it's going to be huge number of people, I mean, just like tons of stuff that can stress some uh, peacock out. And then again, not giving them the appropriate time and space for their creativity. They're naturally creative people. They're naturally big thinkers. You know, I'm constantly telling my team, why can't we do blah, 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 whatever it is. Or have we ever thought about maybe trying blah, 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 right? Um, I'm, not thinking, I'm not thinking about the money involved. I'm not thinking about the details. I'm not thinking about the logistics. I'm just thinking, hey, this sounds like a great idea. So allowing them that um, will help reduce some stress. So again, peacocks in the room, let me know um, if I'm not telling you the truth. I'm a truth teller, I promise. All right, so let's talk about owls. Now we're on the controlling side of the spectrum. And understand, I don't like the word controlling because as soon as you hear the word controlling, you think, oh yeah, they try to control people. That's not the point. The, the, the controlling label is referring to the task at hand. You're wanting to control the project. You're wanting to control the job. You're wanting to control what's happening. Really doesn't have anything to do with people because remember the controlling side, they're more objective, right? While the supportive side are more subjective, right? The, the controlling side, they think about it first. The subject or the supporting side, they feel it first. Right? Again, nothing wrong with either way. It's just the way we tick. So kind of knowing it's not about people from, from a owl or eagle's perspective. It's what has to happen, what has to get done. All right, so for owls, indirect, uh, rushing them, not giving them enough time to do whatever they're trying to do will stress an owl out because they're so detail conscious that you know, they're, they're going to check it and they're going to double check it and they're probably going to triple check it. And if someone's saying, hurry up, all right, come on, come on, it's good enough, it's good enough, um, that'll stress an owl out. Criticizing their work, right? Because they put a lot of effort into what they produce. When they stick something out there, you know, it's good, it's right, it's thorough. And if someone's, you know, criticizing it, that'll stress an owl out. Um, not giving them all the information that they need to make decisions on things will irritate an owl to no, to no uh, end. Um, forcing them to work with others, right? So they naturally work well alone. Um, not to say they're asocial, I'm not saying anything like that. It's just that if you're throwing them constantly into situations where they're having to work with a team all the time, that can be a little stressful. And again, having to deal with too many peacocks and doves <laughs> all at one time uh, can stress out the owl, right? Um, again, so there's some, there's other ones though. Those that's that's for a solid owl, high owl. For for a low owl, still in the quadrant, but maybe not as apparent with all those particular behaviors. Here's some things that also could stress out an owl. Um, requiring that every single fact has to be double checked and documented. Now again, the owl will probably do that naturally, um, but when every single thing has to be checked, you're right. It's like they get a little offended by that because my stuff is good. I know it's good. I do not have to go through this whole litany of tests because I've done this a long time and I know what I'm doing. Um, again, 
requesting them to adhere strictly to the facts and, and avoid interjecting their opinions, that will tick off an owl because they have opinion about what's happening here. And, and to not being allowed to say something, you know, if they see someone going off the rails um, or, or making a decision that, that they know from their experience that is wrong or really could be hurtful or maybe haven't thought through things, right? Like the working with a peacock, just going off, you know, um, and not being able to interject on that, mm, that'll stress now out. And, and, and overall, just things not working like they're supposed to. Um, nothing is working like it's supposed to <laughs> right now. Nothing, nothing is normal. Nothing is typical. Um, and that definitely, I can guarantee you, your, your owls are at a higher level of stress than they were before all this stuff kind of happened. So I see people are starting to chat. That's great. You're telling me what you think you are, which is awesome. I got some owls in the room. Yep. So yeah, like I said, you could be a little bit of all the birds, you know. So if you're an owl and an eagle, then you're an algal, you know. You can be a peagle. You can be a dowel. <laughs> you can be a mixture of all four of them. A um, little bit here, a little bit there, you know, that kind of thing. But typically, typically, we have a preference of behaviors and especially under stress because we, we tend to retreat into our our own particular bird because it's it's the most comfortable place to be and that's where you want to be when things are stressed right when things are crazy out there you you kind of go oh, i'm just going to go and lay back into my little bird area here um so that that's why we have classes like this to talk about and the last bird what stresses out an eagle? All right, so for um, your medium to high eagles, here's things that will stress about. Um, getting in their way, <laughs> hindering their goals, not uh, maybe putting up roadblocks or not fulfilling your part of the plan or something like that. Anything that's perceived as slowing them down, remember, because they're on the direct side of the scale, they're moving pr pretty quick, um, will stress them out. Not doing your job. Again, one thing about eagles, they want, they want you to be busy. I used to work with an uh, eagle owl off the charts years ago at UNF, and my part of my job was to design these events, right, every so often. And so I'd be in my office, and I'd be kicked back with my feet on the table, right, throwing a rubber ball up in the air, humming to myself. Uh, and she'd, go, she'd walk by and go, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> and she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I am. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm working through some ideas in, in my head. And she just, she had the hardest time understanding like, no, stop, put your feet down, type something, print something, do something. So um, eagles want to see productivity, right? They want to see that things are moving and things aren't just stalling, and especially right now right? Eagles are probably pretty stressed because they probably feel that like there's a drag on productivity just because of the situation we're all in. So they're, they're probably wanting things to move ahead. Let's go, let's go. Uh, bureaucracy, red tape, you know, uh, following the rules. <laughs> uh, eagles are, are risk takers, right? If, if they've, they've analyzed something and they think maybe, maybe we can get around the, you know, legality, maybe we can just bend that rule a little bit. Uh, they're, they're, they're the ones that would try to do that. Um, and then coddling others, um, you know, dealing with those, those uh, supportive people, those, those uh, uh, 
doves and, and peacocks sometimes can irritate an uh, eagle. All right, so lesser known um, stressors for eagles, maybe lighter eagles, is that um, require them to step up and take charge more than they already feel they're doing. So if, if they already feel that they're doing their thing and, and they're whatever, leading, administering, whatever it is, and someone's saying, hey, you're not, it's not enough, I, we need more, um, that can stress out an eagle. Um, unreasonable productivity demands, again, if you think you got it on and things are moving, but someone's saying, nope, double it, uh, uh, you know, that can, that can put an eagle into a stressful um, mindset. And then another one for eagles, they have to be doing something. You know, they've got to have their hand in something, making something happen. So having nothing to do uh, will stress out any level of eagle. Being bored, just feeling like you're just can't do nothing, um, definitely will stress out, stress out your eagles. All right, any questions on what stresses out eagles or any of the birds? Yep. People are still chatting about who they are. Fantastic. All right, so we're, we need to keep going because if you let me go, I'll just talk all day long and we'll be here all day because I'm a peacock. <laughs> all right, signals, right? Like I said, we all talk to each other. So what are the signals we're giving to each other when we're in, stre when we're in unhealthy stress mode? Again, everyone's stressed and stress is, can be a really good thing, but unhealthy stress, dangerous stress, right? What are we saying to others when this is happening? Pay attention to this. These are signals. A dove, when really stressed, might acquiesce way too easily, right? Because they're helpful people, right? They want to help. They want to make you happy. But when they get to a point where everything is yes, everything, anything you want, it almost moves into a codependency type of mindset. That's not good. Um, and they may overly worry about the relationships and the feelings. And they're just like, you know, they just get, oh, no, they're mad at me. They're mad at me. I, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they get into this kind of, anxiety mode that's not good severe stress right for a dove um you might see some really weird behaviors uh, a dove might can be completely withdraw and that's not a dove right doves are people people so if you see a dove all of a sudden completely withdraw um or refuse to accept anything any change that's happening um or or openly arguing and and kind of get it in your face um that's not typical of dove behavior, right? So something is pushing the, these people to act in a way that is just not normal, right? That's a signal if you start seeing that in some of your doves. Um, or flat out not caring what's happening with people. Just like, I don't care. I don't care. She can go jump off the leg, off the bridge. I don't care. Really? You don't care? Something's up, right? Signal. Pay attention to these things. Uh, peacocks completely lose it, have they lost all sense of organization, they can't do anything to any detail, nothing's right. Um, they can appear really frazzled and kind of just unfocused, just doesn't know what day it is. Um, they can also become um, unrealistically accommodating, like they overpromise. Um, you know, they're overly optimistic um, when things you can't, it's just, it's, that's not reality, right? Um, they, they don't listen to people. They don't want to be part of, of people. They want to socialize more than they want to work. Basically, they're just, they're just kind of out of it. So their stress can come um, when, again, your peacocks don't want to work with people, right? They want to be by themselves. That's interesting, 
right? Maybe once in a while, okay, once in a while by yourself, but now like, no, I don't wanna be on any committee. I don't wanna help with anything. I wanna be by myself, close my door, don't talk to me. That is a signal, something's up right there. Owls, they can move into something, what, you know, I've heard the term analysis paralysis, right? Because they're analyzing things so intently, they just, they can't stop, they can't move because they're just, they're looking at it so tightly. They can get really critical, um, you know, really, really nitpicky. Um, any level of conflict will make with them withdraw. I mean, they're, they're gone. As soon as someone starts arguing about something, I'm out of here. Um, and again, they refrain from taking any action or making any decisions because they're, they're terrified of making a mistake. Uh, this is how owls signal stress, okay? Severe stress, um, if all of a sudden they go, it's all right, good enough. Let it, let it fly. I don't care. Go ahead. It's good. It's good. It's fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> Again, once in a while, okay, but all of a sudden, all this, all you, you know, this project was your baby and you wanted it all lined up real pretty. And all of a sudden you're like, ah, go ahead. That's a signal. Eagles, they can become blunt and aggressive when they are stressed out. They might try to dictate to you. They might think they can control you, which that is not their place to control people. It's to control the job. Um, they might lose the ability to collaborate at all uh, or listen effectively. Uh, begins to see things just black and white, right? It's just either this or it's that. This is what we're gonna do. <clears throat> Severe stress can, can give them tunnel vision and a mad desire to achieve no matter the risk. So they might just throw the friggin' law book out the door and say, this is where we're going and we're pulling the trigger now and that type of thing. Or, or you might see an eagle just go start questioning themselves. Like, I don't know, is this the right way to go? I don't know, what do you think? I'm unsure about this, I'm not, and waver, right? Eagles tend to, they've thought about it, they've planned it and then they go. So if you, if you see your eagle, who usually is like that, now all of a sudden questioning every, every little thing, something's up. So I like this quote. I mean, it just kind of puts it in perspective a little bit, you know, in our situation. You've probably heard different versions of it, you know, accept with serenity the things you cannot change, right? The courage to change the things that you can, and then the wisdom to distinguish from, you know, to know the difference. And that's true, right? Because right now there's nothing we can do about this COVID thing. There ain't nothing we can do. But there are things that we can do, right, to manage it, to, to get through it. Focus on those things. Don't fret or focus on something you have no control over. You're just burning your, you're just turning your wheels, you know, nothing, you just, you're wasting energy and time and effort and your brain and your, and your mind <laughs> and your soul on stuff you can't do anything about. So focus on the things you know that you can affect and work there. PowerPoint, move forward. All right, so now that we've talked about that, let's talk about how, how can we help each other now lower our stress levels as we're getting to the end of our session together. So we know what the birds kind of behave like. Uh, we know what they consider um, stressors. You know what they say or what they will be doing if they're really unhealthy, stressed, or, or, or severely stressed, you'll start to see those behaviors. Here's what we can help them with, all right? So if you've got doves that you live and work with that you're, you think are a little stressed out, here's some things you can try to do. Assume that they're gonna take everything personally. They just are. 
right? You may not mean anything by it. You, you, it's all business to you. But if you're working with a dove, they're going to look at the relationship first. So they're going to take it personally. So know that going in. Um, be open to talking about, you know, those personal things, right? Talk about home life. Talk about how you're feeling. It's okay, it's okay especially working with a dove. That'll help you build that relationship with that dove, right? And they know that they can have a conversation that, that helps them just calm down a little bit, just kind of relax a little bit. Let them get to know you. Build that personal relationship. Make sure they know that they're liked and valued, right? Um, if they think they're not liked, if they think you don't like them, it's hard. It's hard to work together from a dove's perspective. And then if you can, if you can reduce any sense of risk um, with a dove so they feel more secure, do that. If you can, you can't always, but if you can, try it. So above all, walk away. If you only remember one thing with doves, be warm and sincere when you're working with them, when you're communicating with them. Okay, That will help them lower their stress a little bit, okay? And y'all can jump in here. Oh, I have a favorite quote. Fairy tales are more than, fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, man. We got a big old fat dragon bl blowing smoke on us right now, right? <laughs> COVID-19 dragon. Uh, and we're gonna beat him. <laughs> All right, peacocks, tell the peacock lower their stress level. Let them have fun. Give them time to socialize. Let them hang with people. Carve out times of the day where all you guys are doing is just jawing about whatever, right? It's not all work. It's not all like move, 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 go, go, go. It's, hey, what'd you do this last weekend? What'd you do for the holiday? You know, what happened? Um, they love to banter. They love just to poke at each other and, you know, just have a good time. They don't like to argue, right? Even though they're good arguers, they can argue pretty good, but if you're trying to lower their stress levels, they don't want to get in a fight on stuff. They just, they just want to jaw. They just want to chat. Let them dream. Let them think about the big ideas and the big possibilities and, you know, tell them, say, hey, after all this is over, man, what are we going to look like? What are we going to do? Where do we want to go? You know, and, and let them think on that stuff. They, they like that. That makes them feel good. Uh, remember to affirm, 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 affirm. Remember, peacocks, uh, they, they, they have to have it if they're gonna function where they should be, right? So affirming them, letting them know that you're, they're doing a good job, you know, they're valued, they're a great part of the team, you know, real smart, you know, real creative, whatever you wanna do, make sure it's true. Don't blow smoke, it's not true, but, but there's, you know, everyone has the good things you can tell them about themselves and they like to hear that. Uh, again, creative, keep them in a loop and involved. Do not, do not drop them out of the conversations. Keep them all, because they like, they like that, right? So above all, walking away today, be interested in them. Show interest in your peacocks. That's going to help them breathe a little bit better right now. Owls, support their organized, thoughtful approach to things. Appreciate their, their sense of detail and systems and organization structures and all of that. Applaud them for that. Um, if there's something, discussions coming up, list both the pros and the cons, right? So they, they, they know that you've gone through and looked at things at least a little bit objectively so that we can like move forward from here. Give them the evidence, right? Give them the data, give them the information. They don't believe in hunches. They will not go with your gut feeling, peacocks, right? So bring them the data that supports your assumptions. Give them the time that they need, absolutely. 
to get the tasks done. Don't overly pressure them. Let them do what they do. And then again, risk is a thing um, with the indirect side of the house. If you can reduce that, try to do so. Above all, thorough and well-prepared when you're working with your owls. Be thorough and well-prepared. Eagles, help them lower their stress, support their goals and their initiatives and their objectives and what they're trying to do, right? Be on board with, with those. Um, keep your relationship business-like. Uh, especially when you're at, at work, not not too much, you know, subjective stuff, not too much talking about the dog and the family and the kids and all of that stuff. Business, remember, they're productive mindset, they're goal oriented, they want your head in the game. Uh, stick to the facts, right? Don't say, well, I think that means this, just stick, stick to the facts. Um, again, appear busy. <laughs> they want to see you doing something. Um, let them lead where it's appropriate because they're natural leaders. Really, they're, they're natural, just they'll, they'll take a project and go with it. They'll, they'll, they'll get a team together and they'll go with it. And if it's appropriate, let them do that. Um, and then try to clear any hurdles out of their way, right? Because they're, they're so productive minded. You know, if you can like run block for them, like if you can see something coming that's probably going to slow them down and there's something you can do about it to clear it, do that for them. That'll help them calm down. Above all, be productive, be efficient, and be competent, right? Business, business with the eagles. I like this quote too. This, uh, somebody, this is like a little salve on the soul, this little quote here. It says, courage is grace under, under pressure. Courage is grace under pressure, right? And, and what this webinar has been about and, and the whole concept is we're all under pressure right we're all under pressure and we're, and we're asking for for grace from each other during this this time this, these stressful times and then that in itself is a courageous act so i encourage you all to be courageous um keep an eye out on yourselves take care of yourselves keep an eye out on your people in your world whoever you associate with um remember Remember these, uh, these signs and remember the things that you can actually do to help uh, lower everybody's stress levels. Okay. Any questions or comments so far? So I'm gonna go ahead and say goodbye. I hope you enjoyed the session and it'll be up on our website soon, probably next day or so. And um, I'm probably gonna send everybody out uh, the handout again because uh, I've gotten quite a few asking for it. So maybe it didn't go out like it was supposed to. So, all right then. Bye-bye.